Wilson Hall presents Forgotten Futures with John Hancock as the GM. Go over the um, the character generation, and you know. So you are generating uh, basic, ordinary, everyday people with ordinary, everyday jobs, which have led them to work in Russia mm-hmm. uh, in nineteen ten. And then, when we've done this, then there'll be a slight tweak for a little sort of um, extra spy-related stuff. So don't take any uh, skills and so on that you would you would think you'd have as an agent because initially you are basically, you know, you're an engineer or something. You've been working in Russia. You've been approached by somebody from the, uh, the UK government's representatives and you, you're not sort of a specialist secret agent or anything. So you're not going to, mm-hmm. you're going to get some extra points for that. So, um, I'm quite tempted to be a cunning linguist. Right. Yeah. That's quite good. Um, so I'm, I'm just thinking, uh, actually being, you know, teaching, uh, various languages and stuff. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's uh, who was suggesting the engineer? Was that you? Yeah. Right, okay. So, <clears throat> I, did you I, not I, want to be a Scottish engineer? But of course, of course. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's all right. It, it, it makes you feel any better. I was about to say Oba Jesus and Bigora, which I feel may not quite. <laughs> it, it, it is not only Nick who can do the terrible accents, you know. <laughs> well, it was like he was. I didn't in know the you room. could do Venusian. <laughs> different world book. So, you're going to have 21 points to split between your characteristics, your skills. You can, if you wish, hold some over to use as bonus points in the game. I don't particularly recommend it, but you, you can do it, in which case they get doubled and then you can spend them on re-rolls and that sort of things. So, your do you all have uh, a copy of the rules to hand or do I need to go over the uh, point costs? Bizarrely, I do. Right, uh, I probably don't, but um, that's all right. If you um, if you can just basically just do point costs again, John. I mean, yeah. I vaguely. Or if you go if you go to if you go to forgottenfutures.com, you can just bring it up on the screen there. Yeah. Um, so you can't have any attributes. You've only got three attributes. You'll notice uh, body, mind, and soul. You can't have any over six because seven is frankly superhuman, and it's with GM's permission, which I am not going to give to you. Uh, it's a bit silly. <laughs> Six would be, um, you know, genius level, professional athlete, um, world's greatest actor, that sort of thing. So you have body, mind, and soul. Uh, Twenty-one points for those and for the skills. But when it comes to the characteristics, a value of one is free. A value of two will cost you two points. Three will cost you three points. Then it gets a bit more expensive. So a value of four will cost you five points, five will cost you seven, and six will cost you ten. PDF of rules. Yeah, it's PDF for uh, HTML. If you're looking at the uh, revised PDF, we're on page eight. 
Uh, am I looking at the right one? Convert, converted to PDF by 2004, or am I looking at the wrong one there? Uh, I think there should be a later one. Ah, new, revised, and updated, updated yeah. rules. There we are. Single file version, I presume, is it? Oh, and it's HTML. That'll do. <clears throat> or perhaps it isn't. Summary. Uh, I think the revised. Yeah, yeah, there's the summary that's got enough in there as well. I'll do something. Um, Sorry, it's also, it's I, also I, helpful. I have, yeah. You've got the skill list on there as well, so that's quite useful. Yeah. Right. Oh, for the love of God, open something. <laughs> I may have just crashed the bottom futures site. I'm hoping you haven't <laughs> crashed the actual site. No, I think uh, it probably. I, I suspect. Oh, this site can't be reached. Oh, fantastic! You guys are there, still there, though, which is always a good start. Yeah, I'm looking at the bottom futures site now. It seems okay. Okay. Uh, that's the original version. Are you on forgottenfutures.com or are you trying to get to no dot com? Okay. Zip file of all versions. Uh, Mark, I'll send you. I'll send you a link because I've got the uh, HTML all-on-one-page version. Cool. That'll do. Thank you. I shall start shouting at the computer very, very shortly. As is as is my want. Hey, as is my want. Yeah, I mean, I, I seem to be the only one of us who doesn't spend at least a bit of time shouting at computers. And uh, I wrote the Brain of Steel supplements. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rain of Steel. So is that because you don't want to uh, upset them? And, uh... Well, I'm, I'm probably first against the wall when the cyber revolution comes anyway, so. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the way things are going, I, I think I think the first attempt at a computer and robot uprising is going to be a bit of an embarrassing failure as they pause to update and then realise they can't talk to each other. No, they only have souls if they're running open source code. Though I did like the um, um, thing on the, on the BBC website today, where the doll opened the uh, the door of the house. I thought that was quite uh, okay. Nice. Let's see that. Um, basically, it's just a voice-activated thing, and some uh, the, the dolls recorded, um, or the, the person, the doll's voice is the same as somebody's recorded, um, and then so basically telling it, telling the door to open. In the in the right with the right voice, therefore, means the door opens. Right. So, is so this have, the idea? The idea being is that the doll is easily hackable. The door is yeah. properly protected, and they were saying, "Look, you know, you've got to be aware of what else is in the house." Yeah. The doll was close enough to the door that it could just be hacked and basically told to open. Right. Right. Which I do quite like, and and at some point we will have to do. We'll have to have a cyberpunk game just so that we could actually. Get in, get in for that through that very way. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of uh, really horrified tweets from um, cybersecurity people, looking at the whole fiasco at Mar-a-Lago, where they were using um, mobile phone 
torches to light up the thing that Trump, the security briefing that oh, Trump yeah. was, was looking at. And people are like, um, how secure are those phones? Do you understand that people can just open up the camera and the, the microphone on those things? Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, and here's me posing with the guy carrying the nuclear football. Is for fuck's sake. Yeah. Is the code still zero 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 zero? I don't know. I'll I'll ask him. I know what he looks like, so I'll recognise him if I bump into him. I'll ask him what the code is. <laughs> uh, right. Have we sorted out our uh, stats then? Body, mind, so and soul. Three, three. So that's thirteen I've spent so far. So okay. body of three. Soul of three, mind of five. Mind of five, alive. right. Yeah. Well, I want to be a linguist, you see. So. A very cunning linguist. Body of two, soul of three, mind of six. Ah, a canny Scott indeed. Ah, mechanic. <laughs> There's a skill I could probably use. So with the remainder of your points, then, you've got the skills... Um, as far as base values go, you have to have... There, although there is a base value um, formula for them, only two of them are available with a with no point cost whatsoever. So if you've got Stealth and Brawling, they are at the base level as shown, and you can add two of them if you want. So Stealth is Body divided by two rounded up, and it's free at that value. Brawling is Body, and it's free at that value. Everything else, the base value can be calculated, but you have to put at least a point in, and it's on a point-for-point basis with skills. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can't put more than three points into a given skill at this stage. So, skills. And if you've got any questions about them, if you haven't got access to the uh, thing, which I think you have, just ask. Right, so now I'm looking at the skill. So if I want to be a... So I've got a, a mind of five and a li- and, and linguist, I think... Where the hell's the list? Page eight of the uh, standard PDF. Page Underneath the character page. If, 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 you, if you're using the HTML, search for um, stage performance, and that'll get you the skill list. Ah, oh, there we are. found it. Found the list. Actor, athlete, blah, blah, blah. So I want to be a linguist. Which has a base value <clears> of your mind. Base value of mind. At least a point in there. Yes. So so if I want to be... So that makes... Hello, Nick. How's it going? Um, on the way up to settle the crying child, I trod in the vomit that the dog had done. Um... <laughs> Were you wearing any slippers, or has this been a full in the sock kind of a... Uh, sock. Um... Always a delight. Oh. That's... That would be the last remaining person in the house who wasn't ill in some way, vomiting. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but um, it's very hard. So, linguist eight. So, Nick, um, we're just doing the characteristics. Yes. I mean, so, say 20, 21. You have 21 points. Uh, for your characteristics, Nick, I don't know if you've got access to the rules. Yeah, I've got there. them in front of me, so I right. can do those. Um, so, maximum of six yeah, I get yeah. those. Oh, no, and, so, uh, and you can put up to three points in in an individual skill. That's right. Yeah, I think we'll go for body of two. So that should be seven, not six. mind of three, and soul of uh, six. What? That the makes you massive, one. massively emotional. Eighteen. 
That's one. Well, you could say I'm in touch with my emotions. Uh, you could say that, yes. I believe I felt an emotion once, but I went to the minister and he said it was nothing to worry about. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably a scruple. Well, I do have business, seven. And this is not, not yeah. in any way for cheating the ignorant Russians out of their money. <laughs> um, perhaps I should be more mindful being a teacher. So I'm going to drop my soul to five and up my mind to four. Ah, you want to be the cool teacher. <laughs> so that's what, 14 points you spent on characteristics, is it? Uh, I still haven't decided about body yet. I might go up to three with body. Three, four, five, which would be... Uh, 15 points? Eight, 15 points. That doesn't leave me a lot for skills, does it? Nope. But don't worry about it. You're just doing your basic sort of, you know, teacher skills and actual skills that you you would have in that job at this point. And we're going to give you some bonus points in a moment for the incredibly cursory uh, espionage training that you've had. <laughs> I, I, that sounds because very in, reassuring. In the finest uh, English tradition, we are of course not dealing with professionals here. Um, <laughs> you are very much amateurs. Well, I think definitely in we're, real life, if not in, uh, not in the game. we're gentlemen rather than players, or gentle ladies. Um, in a rare cross-dressing example, um, cross-gender. If if you're actually playing, uh, if your character's a woman, she's not mm. cross-dressing unless she dresses as a man. <clears throat> what about if I dress as a lady? Well, that would if be cross-dressing. Wouldn't necessarily be relevant to the character you were playing. I mean, you could cross dress and play bunnies and burrows. Um, oh, I was reading about bunnies and burrows the other day. Um, yeah, I will take linguist. Um, okay. Which gives me mind divided by two languages. Is that on top of my basic? It's a, bit, it's a bit vague about that, actually. I'm ten, I tend to think no, because it seems like a hell of a lot of languages otherwise, but I might be wrong. <laughs> Well, Russian and English uh, seems wise, because that's what I'm teaching is English as a foreign language. Mm -hmm. well, I suppose if, I, if I'm taking money from the Russians, I should probably learn some Russian. So psychology... A. Oh, not necessarily. You know, you could, uh, how many points is it for skills? I have forgotten. You've got 21 points in total. 21. 21. Yeah, and what, what does a skill cost? One I'm point looking for it. You can put up to three skill. points, and it's, it's one point adds a point. The base oh, level, okay. you've got to put at least a point in, except for brawling and stealth, which you, you so, get at the base level anyway. Um, um, silly question. Mm -hmm. um, linguist, I get um, linguist divided by two languages um, to start with. Um, does English count as one of those languages? <laughs> That's a, an interesting sort of question, which I think uh, was just asked <laughs> seconds before. But, uh, but I'm glad um, you're playing it. <laughs> oh, I know. Were you talking about about languages? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Nicholas. I, I just um, phased you out. I'm afraid. Let me <laughs> just check because I think one of the example characters has got linguist. No, she bloody hasn't. Um, yeah, I tend to think that it, it, it's probably going to be total number of languages, including your native language. Um, including them of the sun. Because it's going to be an awful lot otherwise. John, um, scholar, 
Mm. Is history too broad, or should it be Russian history? No, history is fine. Okay. Can, have a look at what scientist covers. Yeah, no, science can cover everything. Use under science. science, yes. Um, yep. So I'll have scholar of history. Uh, uh, pilot. For Use pilot for aircraft, submersibles, etc. It's a very broad <laughs> skill category. If it doesn't run on the ground, you pilot it. Sort of the, um, the anti-Gurks as far as skills go. In actual fact, I think if it, um, if it can run there on is the ground, a driving. I mean, there's a driving skill, but I, I think a convertible vehicle can actually use pilot. Hovercraft <laughs> would probably use pilot rather than... Uh, um, English, Russian, Greek, Latin. What, what are the other characters? Is anyone likely to be a doctor? Or should I take some first aid now? Somebody should probably have some. I'll, I'll grab a spot of it. You, you could, of course, be a doctor. Uh, I'm sure my default will be fine. Seem rather reminiscent of my uh, previous. <coughs> what sort of scholar are you, then? Uh, history. Okay, so I won't be history. What sort of other options have we got for scholar? What would you like? Whatever you like. Um, Let me see if there's some examples here. Classics? Yes, you can be a classical scholar, certainly. This is true. Scholars nowadays aren't as good as they used to be. No, I mean, I miss the days when you know scientists were natural philosophers. What, back in the... Uh, <laughs> the 1700s, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that was only an average skill rather than a hard skill. <laughs> um, archaeology, history, philosophy, antiques... Oh, that sort of thing. Cats. No, cats, cats. come. Cats come under mechanic. <laughs> Are you suggesting, sir, uh, that they? Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to in any way denigrate mechanics. I think, I think this really does have some of the great skill descriptions. Babbage engine used also for computers, golems, golems. etc. <laughs> you know, etc. And so on. Um, I've still got three points left, and I've got all the skills you, I want. You can always keep them. You get. You can I might up a stat. You double them and use them as bonus points if you do. I might up a stat or a skill. So you'll need to uh, uh, recalculate your skills, probably. Then. Well, I haven't calculated them yet. I've just spent the points. Um, so. If I spend, I've got don't three forget, points left. Don't forget, if you want, you know, um, to add any points to stealth or brawling, you do get those at the base level anyway. I might put body up. Well, you've got science. To four. I'm not a science. Yep, seven. And then I'm going to put two points into scholar instead of one. Oh, well, riding. Okay. No, so I'll have riding. <laughs> I'm just interested to see. Um, covers the use of riding, horses, hippogriffs, etc. <laughs> riding all animals. Uh, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not far off, actually. Riding any animal from a pony to a diplodocus. <laughs> <laughs> How far is that then from a pony to a diplodocus? Do you have to stay the same distance apart and you can only go that far between them? <laughs> Well, it depends um, on whether the pony can smell the dinosaur. In which case it runs away, so it gets is that, is that a bit like seeing the elephant? Only worse. 
You've, I don't know that. Uh, oh, he's, uh, he's seen the dinosaur, Governor. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I should have been. Oh, th- thanks, everybody. <laughs> Still, I'm not the one dealing with the uh, recordings. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm sure that what was uh, they, they were just. I, I can't be bothered. Uh, <laughs> let's have a bit of archaeology as my third. It's uh... stranger than normal. It's because I have a temperature of thirty-eight and a half. It's just going to. Oh, I thought it was just because you were breaking up. Um, yeah. Well, didn't Neil Sedaka tell us all that that is, in fact, hard to do? Indeed. Oh, I was actually thinking more of the Suzanne Vega. Have you not got a temperature of 99.9 Fahrenheit degrees? Uh, I'm no, just waiting until like we can get Nick sleep-deprived and on painkillers and with a high fever. <laughs> well, you're not far off. Yeah, right, it can't be too far away, can it? Right, has everybody got... These uh, skills <coughs> to match your well, character yeah. background. Yeah, just trying to work out well, our last language. Character background per se might be a little bit strong. four, four, five. Am I? No, it'll cover your hobbies and things as well. Right. In that case, you are all going to get two additional points to spend on appropriate skills, but not characteristics to be I was added to those a plethora. Just... A plethora. Two. two is the plethora. Um, so these are going to cover the minimum of special training you've had. So things like detective, marksman. linguist, marksmanship, martial arts, Morse code, stealth, thief, maybe Babbage engine. Um, those types of things are the things they'll just sort of basically cover. So essentially, if you weren't a crack shot before they, uh, they hired you, you're not a crack shot now. Right. No, they're not going to expect you to load a rifle. On the other hand, the fact that it's based on mind doesn't mean that I'm not bad at it. Yes. Yeah. If you put at least a point in, you know, you're a quick learner. I always find that's good when you're wielding a gun to tell people, "Oh, it's okay. I'm a quick learner. I've had very little actual experience." (laughs) Have you ever played the violin before? No, but I've played the drums, and they're quite similar. (sighs) Let's go for detective as my other one. They often have a similar effect on listeners. Novice drummers and novice violinists. Mm. Uh, so that's eight. That's four. Five in uh, history. I think we'll give it maybe another 18 months or so and then probably buy Nick's kids a drum kit each. Yeah, you don't want it when, they, when they're not coordinated enough to use it. Oh, and a saxophone. Might, um, start, with, I, might start with kazoos. They're cheap. I can entirely reassure um, you they need in no way any... <laughs> External equipment to make a fucking lot of How about noise. electric kazoos? What about those? <laughs> Actually, just to be Experiment. fair, a recorder all by itself can be a wonderful instrument of torture. Actually, play a recorder outside of learning to play an instrument, or is it? Uh, like well, yes, no, some people do. Who, um, who play in um, on, uh, recorder ensembles? No, I don't. When it's done properly, think... it does sound very good. I know. I don't think. You're telling the truth. You can't um, really sing along, though. That's why I switched to the ukulele. <laughs> That's very true. Um, now then, shall I take marksman or martial arts? Turned out right again. Average of body and Might soul. Divided by two. On average, on odd numbers, you round up. Okay. So, well, body and soul. That would be f- three. Okay, that's all right. Martial arts. I'm going to put both points in martial arts. Okay. 
So I'm now Martial Arts 4. I think. Let me check I've done that right. But I think average is 3. I, I think what it means is the average of your body and half your soul, but I don't know that. Hang on, let, me, let me read uh, it. Martial, Martial arts. arts. Let's have a look. Oh, body and soul divided. Uh, I think it means body and soul added together and divided. It's not very well notated, is it? It's all right, because if you look earlier in the section, uh, on page four, under game terms, it explains what it means. Ooh. So, average of, and then half of, and then half average. So if it's half average, you add the characteristics, divide by four, then round up. One. So, uh, two. Okay, martial arts, two. That's fair enough. A genuine... Bruce Lee. Jacqueline, Jacqueline Chan. It's, it's quite a good skill, as I recall. That's why it's quite expensive. Uh, well, it is if you want to hit people. I mean, it's not so good if you're trying to charm someone, perhaps. One, one of these days in a game like this, I'll play Bruce Lee. No, the other one. There was a guy who was, you know, reasonably competent martial artist, but he but he got his start in films purely because his name was Bruce Lee, spelt slightly differently. <laughs> so people hired him, saying, "I want Bruce Lee." No, Bruce Lee is dead. But if we put this guy's name on the poster, we'll bring the punters in. Oh that is as bad as Neil Connery appearing in that spy movie. <laughs> Sean Connery's brother Neil. <clears throat> I feel he may not have been that good an actor. Uh, he's... What did, I forget what he actually did for a living. He was something like a brickie or a, a plumber or something. He's got a perfectly normal job, but every now and again he got mo big movie roles uh, to cash in. This was in the late 60s, I think. Um, and he was basically, you know, Neil Connery is and <laughs> the most obvious James Bond rip-off you've ever seen. I uh, seem to remember Neil being quite small and Connery being... <laughs> Hmm. Average body Can't remember uh, what the film was called, but the the tagline had some reference to the fact that he was Bond's brother. Operation right. Kid Brother. Operation Kid Brother. That's the one. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> right. How are we doing? How's it looking there? Oh, I have some numbers. Okay. Uh, obviously, you'll have the sort of ordinary, everyday gubbings that you would have for your profession. Slide rule, notepad, fountain pen, that sort of stuff. You wouldn't have the sort of things that you might hope you'd have um, to be a spy, like a gun or anything like that. Um, as foreigners in Russia, you are basically followed by the secret police all the time. Uh, it's just something people get used to. Very often, even if you're not a foreigner, you get followed by the secret police all the time. So it's a very ordinary thing. Um, but you will have to kind of shake them off at some point if you're going to be, do something covert. All right. Slide rule, book of tables, offensive pipe. Yes, it was Colonel Mustard in the conservatory with an offensive pipe. Right, how's everybody doing then? Is that... I'm just checking my martial arts skill. Okay. But otherwise, I am done. Yes, I do feel like I need to... Um, I, you know, 
the obvious, uh, you know, shag jokes. Um, have, I mean, I do need I, a pipe. I, I think rough shag, yes. That kind of thing. Yep. So pipe, slippers. Slippers? Of course. Kind of high-action game. Not, not that rough. Uh, <laughs> I have got it wrong. I well, you know, I mean, you know, one has to do corporal punishment at some point. Um, and, I, I um, have got higher. What's nine? Mortar. Uh, See two, three. Martial arts. Board. Gown. Oh, round up. So martial arts is four. Um, there we go. I thought it was a bit cruel. But, um... So, Roger, what's your character's name, please? Archibald Moncrief. Archibald Moncrief. Oh, God, name. And uh, he's an engineer. I cheated and thought of my name before we started the session. Uh-huh. Oh. And he's allegedly Scottish, right? Uh, Mark, <laughs> how about you? I will come back. Has he got the linguist skill? Hi, uh, Nick. Um, oh, uh, Emmeline. <laughs> um, Emmeline. Okay. Emmeline, that's the name. Yeah, just checking. Well, it's shortened to Emily generally. Um, Emmeline, Emmeline Green. Emmeline Green. And you're a teacher. Yes, uh, private tutor. Private tutor. So you give private lessons. Don't say it like that. I'm not a sex worker. No, you can, you're a tutor. So I'm not suggesting anything untoward. You uh, dabble in foreign tongues. Then. <laughs> and Mark, coming back to you. Okay, so William. William. Um... William M. What? Monitor. <laughs> William Chris Packet. William Pork Scratchings. Ah. William Pencil Case. <laughs> you know me far too well. <laughs> William Toby ah. Jug the Fourth. No, because normally it's Tonic Tea Cake. <laughs> would you like a. Would you, okay, so there we go. Right. Oh, uh, we go. William McVitty. <laughs> William Thwaites Champion Mild. <laughs> William Old Peculiar. <laughs> uh, let's go for William M. Bass. William M. Bass. <laughs> and your occupation, Mr. Bass? Uh, Mr. Bass is uh, um, a, um, a teacher at the um, English school um, in, um, in Moscow. Um, he oh, is a linguist. That's a pity. This is set in St. Petersburg, but never mind. Oh, in, oh, in St. Petersburg, then there we are. <laughs> uh, the smaller of, of, of the schools, um, and he okay. uh, teaches. He teaches Greek, Latin, um, and classics. Right. So you'll be good. Uh, anybody who fancies a bit of Greek, and uh, <laughs> Nick is the private tutor. Lovely. Right then. Um, so you've all got your basic everyday bits and pieces. You will have, uh, I think, probably have to sort of meet up uh, individually at one location here. We'll, we'll presume that you're not necessarily working as a team all the time because it's a little bit were obvious. We recruited while we were in Russia anyway, or we recruited yeah. back in England? So. No, I, I think um, while you may possibly have 
have been known while you were in England, and, and if they were aware you were coming out, they might have kept an eye on you. Um, you would have been allowed to come over, settle down, all the rest, because you're not really trained to, you know, turn up and not be extremely nervous. So, so just to run so over the players' information, so, so, somebody has presented himself to us as, as working for for the British Embassy, and asked us to do illegal things. No, of course they're perfectly legal. Well, they're illegal for the Russians. Oh, the Russians okay. object, but not... From which perspective <laughs> you're talking about? This, this, you know, this is for king and country. So to go over the players' introduction. The British Embassy, St. Petersburg, August 1910. For those of you who know your uh, in, um, history, um, George V has not actually had his coronation yet, but he is the king. So the British community in St. Petersburg is small, and all of you know each other. You eat at the same restaurants, attend the same social events, and have many friends in common, probably two. It isn't surprising that you've all been invited to attend a reception at the embassy. The party is fairly boring. The guests are some Scots engineers who've been helping the Russians build bridges for the latest part of the Trans-Siberian Railway, a line along the river yes, to bypass, bypass a route that was shelled during the Russian-Japanese War of 1904. Uh, British manufacturers have done well from the railway. Most of the structural steel track and machinery, even the ferry boats on Lake Baikal, were built from parts made in Britain. Isn't that wonderful? There's a dark side to the story. If what you've heard is true, there's a corpse for every few miles of track, mostly convicts and exiles who were worked to death or killed in um, accidents. And at 10.15, all of you are in a small reading room upstairs from the main reception, where you know you'll find the latest newspapers from home less than a week old, although that's a little awkward sometimes because uh, Russia isn't on the same calendar as you used to. Oh, <laughs> okay. So there is, I think, a two-week difference, so you'll have to keep jumping back and forth if you're looking at information coming from home. So you're chatting about politics, the new king, the startling discovery of live dinosaurs in South America, and uh, more importantly, the cricket scores. <coughs> and while you're talking, the military attaché bustles in, shutting the door behind him and says, Ah, glad I could get you uh, all here. Don't want to break your cover. But no one should notice this meeting if we keep it short. Whitehall has a mission for you. Uh, you knew you were going to be asked something because on the invitation, there was a, a sort of innocuous code word which suggested it was more than just a party you were going to. So, uh, you um, are... I missed everyone's name. Sorry, I had to leave the room briefly. What, what are the names of the... Scots. Archibald chap. Moncrief. Oh, I did get to that one actually. I forgot. <laughs> um, and what is your character called, Mark? Uh, it's called Archibald uh, Moncrief. Uh, William M. Bass. In a straight William glass. <laughs> In a straight glass. And uh, what are you? Uh, what is the uh, lovely uh, uh, character? Uh, Emily. Yours? Emily Green. You're Emmeline, Emily no, not Emmeline. Well, Emily is what people call her, but her name is Emmeline. Okay. But Emmeline. as it rhymes and it's awkward, then uh, she shortens it to Emily. Emmeline Green. Yes. Well, we, we've known each other less than ten years. We're only going to be using surnames anyway. <laughs> Do you say Ms. in, uh, in Georgia? Are we Georgian or Victorian? Oh, I feel um, definitely you are. And George V, then? We may consider ourselves late Edwardian. Well, it was, it was Edward, but um, you, this is actually the Georgian period. George is the, uh, 
Well, George's. Georgian confuses me because then I think of the glorious Red Lodge. Let's just call it Edwardian, shall we? If the, if I think technically you don't call the second Georgian, but you just call it pre-war, don't you? If you like. To avoid confusion. You've got 20 so years I it, suspect you know, we don't know that. That would take to be fair, I feel we may be going slightly away from normal history uh, on the grounds. I don't really remember uh, there being any um, dinosaurs found in um, South America. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, I, I'm reading about it right now in the Times. Yes, and, and um, Professor Challenger gave that uh, talk in London. Is there such thing as Cavorite in our world? Not that you've heard of. Okay, that's fine. Just as long as I know where we stand. Okay. Um, uh, all right. Uh, what's? Uh, just sent a quick email which has these points that I'm going to go over in the briefing that you can refer to. I thought you were right. in character. So... For him. <laughs> yeah. Right, everybody. I've just sent you a communique. Yes, sir. Small <laughs> habit. Here it is. <laughs> Head home. Okay. Look, the chaps at Whitehall are uh, pretty unimaginative on the whole. But um, they've noticed something a, a little bit odd going on around here. And, um, well, frankly, they've come up with some rather startling conclusions. <laughs> you may perhaps have heard that a couple of years ago there was an explosion uh, over an area of Siberia. Um, it was detected oh, all over the world. Yeah. It was detected all over the world, but, um, frankly, reports are very very sketchy about it we really don't know what's happened uh the russians basically sent no reporters in that we know about which we thought was a little suspicious and it's a good 60 miles away from uh, sorry it's about 60 kilometers away uh, versts from the site of the explosion that's the nearest uh, real settlement now some time ago, 1905, there was a German-Swiss scientist uh, name of Einstein who's been doing some work, and he was suggesting that it might be possible to convert matter into colossal amounts of energy. Now, nobody's quite sure how this relates to the ether, but it's feasible that this explosion, if it is an explosion, is somehow related to his theory. Not that he's responsible, but it could be that this matter-energy conversion uh, is actually what caused it. The other point they noticed was 18 months before the explosion, the Russians ordered a very powerful steam turbine electrical generator from Westinghouse over in the United States. Uh, it took a year to build. That was shipped over to uh, Krasnoyarsk in Siberia, and then shipped up the uh, Yenisei River. Nobody knows what happens to it, but that river connects with the Tunguska River. And they also ship steel and so on by that route. So we know they've been building something. Three weeks after the explosion, suddenly the Russians place an order for another generator. Now, this is, a, this is an enormous thing, very, very expensive, very specialist, and yet suddenly they need a second one. So that's a little bit odd. So that was shipped out... Oh, early spring, uh, sent on off to the north. And then after the whole business with the Japanese, where they were, they were defeated, um, we've noticed that they've been perhaps upping their sort of um, tentative research, things that are a little bit wilder than their usual uh, um, weaponry and that sort of thing. And, what it really comes down to is we're thinking they may possibly have developed an exceptionally large bomb. 
What a waste. Well, I mean, when I've you consider the trains you could build with energy like that. Yes, but when you consider the trains that you destroy with the energy like that, it really could change the face of warfare. So do you think this was a, a test firing or an accidental explosion? Or well, you these are just some of the conclusions that the, uh, the, uh, the boffins in uh, Whitehall have put together. I don't know. What they're thinking is that they've built some sort of laboratory or test site and they're working on converting matter to energy. Now, the fact they haven't sent any scientists or reporters or anyone to the site of this explosion to investigate it is, frankly, a little odd. Publicly, it's a complete blank. They've made no announcements about it beyond an initial, oh, there was just a sort of a natural weather phenomenon. That was that. Well, it's, frankly, I think we all know that the Russians are covering something up. Um, I've heard it explained as a, as a comet, Sarah. Is that, is that just cover? Flimflam again. Yes, another cover story. Um, I think when people started pointing out the holes in the old, uh, you know, local weather patterns uh, cover, came up with something else that can't be verified, can it? I mean, a, a comet. Nobody else would have seen it. Thing is, Siberia pretty vast, and um, was anyone killed in the explosion? I, I imagine so, but then again, long way from any actual. Uh, physical outposts that we're aware of, but it, it wouldn't surprise me. Certainly, we heard reports that uh, quite a lot of wildlife was killed and um, quite, a, quite a great deal of uh, devastation to the forests, and that's what's generated this feeling that it may have been a deliberate explosion. It seems to have been centred on one particular site rather than, say, a storm sweeping in, something like that. But unfortunately, it's rather a coincidence, one of the few places on the planet where it wouldn't result in massive loss of life. Uh, rather a coincidence, it's the only place on the planet with a Westinghouse generator. So, yes, um, odd little things like that make us think it's probably not a coincidence. The question, of course, there is, was it an accident? And that's what you need us to find out, sir. We want you to know what happened <laughs> to the generators, what really happened at Alaska, <coughs> and if the Russians are developing new weapons, well... Obviously, we're at peace with Russia. You know, we don't want a, an international incident here. But um, if they are developing new weapons, particularly something of this magnitude, well, we we do need to know as much about it as possible. Isn't the king of the Tsar cousins at this point? Brother, yeah, cousin or brother? Isn't it? Yeah, almost inevitable. They're all interrelated. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but we can't officially to, uh, bring this up. School trip to. Uh... <laughs> Well, this is it. Yes, obviously you're going to have to come up with some sort of cover and you're going to have to get out of town um, ideally without being followed. That's easier said than done. Now, uh, if you try a discreet exit, that might actually work against you. Perhaps something more public, come up with a cover story. Uh, we did have another agent, um, Captain Fanshawe of the Royal Marines. Now, he approached the area from Vladivostok uh, with the cover of being a, a botanist who was painting Mongolian and Siberian flowers. Uh, so he's, uh, he's, already, uh, he's already in the area. Now, we haven't actually heard from have him you since, and the Russians, yeah, the Russians deny you? any knowledge of his whereabouts. So if you happen to bump into him or find out where he's gone, that would be lovely as well. Is this the point where he says, uh, our foremost cartographers have prepared a map of the area they'll <laughs> be travelling in? <laughs> They'd be very grateful if you filled it in. <laughs> fill in the details. Well, 
Would we have a recognition signal for this fun show? Ah, indeed. Indeed you would. Um, hang on, we have a photograph of him here. So he'll hand over a photograph uh, you don't recognise, Fanshawe. Um, the, we think the best way of, uh, of doing this is uh, one of our chaps has composed a short piece of music with a musical response. Now, it's not any existing tune, so you would basically give the short musical phrase, Fanshawe would whistle in response. So, um, obviously, I'm not, not much of a whistler, but if you just try and memorize this. <laughs> and then the response would be. <laughs> so, if you can just try and remember that. Um, if you Sounds do something to someone you think is fancy, just remember to whistle that, that nonsense Very little catchy. phrase. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite good. Don't go around whistling it generally. We don't want it to get out. Now, um, um, equipment and uh, obviously questions. If you're, uh, uh, we'll be giving you uh, some standard bits and pieces. So, uh, if you need binoculars, telescope, uh, magnetic compass, of course, uh, a watch if you don't have one. Um, we're also issuing with a pocket Bible. Uh, these are all the uh, the same edition because they're to be used for generating codes. Uh, you're all familiar with the methods, of course. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. I am a linguist. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, that's yeah. the same thing as being a, <laughs> a cryptographer. Now, as, as far as the rest of the stuff goes, you haven't all got identical watches and you haven't all got identical compasses. They've tried to make it a little bit varied just so that it's less suspicious if you all found to have exactly identical gear. You will also have 500 rubles in notes. That's quite a lot of money. What's the symbol for a ruble? Uh, if you just put the word ruble, you'd probably find that's... Oh. Uh, that's worth about £79 and three shillings. Wow. You'll have 100 rubles in silver. That's worth... You'll never hear from us again. £15, 16 shillings and silver. <clears throat> and finally, £50 in gold sovereigns. Um, technically worth uh... 316 rubles, but in actual fact worth far more than that for the gold content. Um, it goes without saying, uh, we'll need a receipt. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, this, is this each, or is this in the kitty, so to speak? Uh, this, I think, is going to be in the kitty. <laughs> Just, uh, I, I, I hear, yes, I, I hear the uh, Indonesian islands are very nice um, at this time of because year. Because if it's each, I've got three mates that I'd be very happy to. <laughs> Well, do you know, it actually says all agents have the following in their luggage or Good about God. their persons. And then it, so, yes, you know what? You know what? This is an important mission. Uh, you will be expected to bring the vast majority of this. Obviously, this game is going to end in about 15 minutes um, with your naked corpses discovered in a river nearby. <laughs> Weighted Wait, down uh, by the gold. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. The gold will be long gone. <laughs> um, so, Colonel okay. Chapman... Uh, a lot of money. Uh, Colonel Chapman will entertain um, any uh, suggestions from you for equipment that you need. You did say guns were a problem, did you not? Well, um, we can't really go about issuing with uh, concealed weapons, particularly anything like that, anything specialist. We can provide a small handgun, 32 caliber revolver is about it. Um, but to be honest, we don't... 
we'd, we'd rather you weren't all just wandering around with you know hidden weapons like that. You're bound to be searched at some point. If you've got a cover story uh, where you would perhaps a reasonable excuse for being in the area and armed, um, what about um, hunting tigers, for example? Siberian tigers. Say, what, what's the hunting like in that area? A lot of tigers. Well, yes, I, I mean, that was, I mean that, I'm sure that'll be a lovely area for it. You know, Siberia, uh, big, uh, big tigers they have in there, don't they? There are Siberian tigers, um, I believe. Uh, I so you'd probably have to, well, if you can find one locally. Uh, I think the ammunition might be quite hard to come by, but um, lack of elephants in the area probably limits the uh, things you... Would you use or a punt gun. Uh... <laughs> Don't we need a boat to transport that one? What you need is a deaf friend to stand with, hold up the front of it. If your friend's not deaf, don't worry, his son will be. Will be, yes. If you don't have a friend... I can see a few doors with that plan. Fire! Fire! No, the... uh, I was thinking just just of a normal pistol, such as a gentleman might carry for self-protection. Uh, yes, he will issue with a with a thirty two and um, say a dozen a dozen uh, cartridges for that. Uh-huh. I've learned a few ways to myself. A small handgun, Definitely which does. I can tell you now, if you like. Um, um, hang on, it's here somewhere. I'm trying to think of a cover story for a, a, a oh, linguist. Have you got it? Well, for, for a couple of linguists. Yeah, small, linguists. small handgun, uh, effect I guess. six. It could be sort of an outreach program from the British Empire trying to spread the language. I mean, to... I haven't got anthropology, but we could try and be pretend to be anthropologists going and studying the uh, the, 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 the noble savage in its, in its natural environment. I don't think they're going to appreciate being called savages. Noble, so no, we mean the archetypal Jungian savage, obviously. Um, I explain that knife. They are Siberians, Siberians, after all, you know. Yes, um, you know, I mean, you know, the Russians are almost um, perhaps William is almost civilized at this point. Well, since they seem to be hiring on engineers, perhaps one might. uh, Go over there and, and look for employment. Well, then yes, I could be a possibility. If you are because... actually hired by a project um, that's in that general area, then you're going to be either under pretty close scrutiny if you're actually taken up to the site. Um, uh, alternatively, you may find that you're not able to get to the site because, of course, you're... Uh, Restricted to where they're going to take you. Oh, aye, but it would be a good excuse for looking around a number of projects and perhaps uh, trying to sell them things. Well, possibly if you if you feel that would work. And Archibald, perhaps if you downplay your Russian language skills, we could be your translators or go-betweens. Right. That may be a, an excuse for us to go. Hmm. You could always be somebody's wife, haven't we? There is a stony silence. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you do want to take things like... Um, Straight over the top of my head. I, I a mean, stout I really walking stick. A proposal. If you wanted something like a stout walking stick, no, um, a shotgun, 
that kind of stuff, general sort of sporting things would, would sort of be okay. Um, beyond that, you'll have to concoct a reason why you're more heavily armed. Is, it, is a handgun considered worse than a like a shotgun in this sort of... I know in the, some society, the handgun probably is yeah, worse. The, the issue, in, particularly for a lady, mm. is why you'd have it. Now, of course, you could say it's it's for protection, and of course, because people won't generally search a lady particularly um, intimately, uh, it's very easy to kick up a fuss and, uh, and get them to stop what they're doing. You could have a small handgun and, and conceal it uh, in your muff, for example. Um, I, I I will just uh, my my uh, my. Uh, I was about to say my uterus is my weapon, but that was a dreadful, strange thing to say. So um, I I'm my own weapon. Well, I I can't wait for this seamless transition into your character as you go from ordinary manly Nick Marsh into <laughs> a woman who says things like my uterus is my weapon. <laughs> So do, do you swing it or or just stab people with it? Well, they're not very sharp, you try, in my general experience. I wouldn't have know. I could feed them it. Did you know polar bear's liver contains a toxic dose of vitamin A? Yes. Okay, carry on then. It, it's in the SAS Survival Handbook. Oh, maybe that's where I read it. Once you have wrestled your polar bear to death, do not eat its liver. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Yeah, that's basically it. it, it... Yeah, I think I, I think that's very much the context. I think, um, doesn't it stop you from absorbing vital nutrients if you eat that much uh, vitamin A? It, it, uh, it does something weird to you. I it's not a fat-soluble vitamin, so you right. can overdose with it. Okay. That's the one anyway, I remember. Good. good. Right, anyway. So it's just um, small talk around the surgery when you're... <laughs> so... <laughs> Did you know? Well, now, one of you... my small talk. No one ever seems to respond to it. <laughs> um, Mr. Bass, you yes. are going to be issued with um, a camera. This is an Akeley concealed camera. Uh, it's something we'd like you to use to... Uh, if you need to take uh, pictures of documents or anything covertly. So all we need to do is to cut a small hole uh, in your tie, uh, strap it to your chest underneath, and then uh, it's got a little lens. You can wear it under your shirt. The lens will be disguised as part of a tie clip, and then it has um, metal. Uh, it has uh, glass plates uh, that uh, rotate. So it's a wound, wound uh, spring wound mechanism. Uh, you do, of course, need to reload it in complete darkness, or it'll spoil the negatives. Spoiled. So if you could uh, obviously ah. catch, get some good photos for us, that'd be lovely. Uh, anything else you think you might need in that regard? Oh yes, uh, some. I don't suppose there's any chance of any recording equipment of any other kind other than photographs. I've heard rumours of moving... Well, obviously, we've all seen moving pictures. Is there such a thing as a video camera that's portable? A what, sorry? A, a camera. Uh, a, a moving picture camera. Oh, a moving picture camera. Uh, well, not really portable, no. I mean, you've got the, the crank and everything on them. They'd be rather obvious. Um, 
we could possibly yes it's it's a little experimental but we do have an audio recording device um, ah. quite uh, quite discreet um, um just barely put this uh, very large <laughs> Code on this very on this wax disc, <laughs> and the hoops serves as an amplifier. Speak, speak into the horn. <laughs> you may wonder why I have a very wide very leg stem. A little lamb. <laughs> After a few minutes, uh, an aide walks in with uh, with a case which opens up, and there's a device about the size of a sort of turnip pocket watch. Uh, it's got a very long easily 20, 30 feet or so, uh, quite thin cable. There's a rather strange uh, headphone-like arrangement. And then uh, a battery, which is itself the size of a small case. Um, and uh, and this... Some form of muffs? Sorry? Earmuffs? Some form of earmuffs? Uh, no, this is actually the bugging device. It um, It doesn't actually record anything that you hear but you can of course transcribe it as you hear it so this this uh, cunning little device here he says holding up this rather large sort of fist sized thing is a microphone you've got 50 feet of cable and then connect it to the battery at the other end and through these headphones you can hear uh, what's going on at the other end you fool Warren's dead um, super. Let's uh, let's have it. A wee little thing like that. I'm sure it could be made a lot better if it, if it were just a little larger. <laughs> well, the problem there, you see, is it it becomes more obvious. It's the same with the camera. It can only take twelve photographs. Um, we would try to to get more in, but you see, if you use um, a larger plate, then of course you've got somebody effectively with a dinner plate strapped to the chest, and that's ridiculous. And at least half of those are going to be photographs of the ground. We had a terrible problem using one of these in Japan once. Every time he bowed, the damn thing went off. So, yes, a lot of pictures of people's feet. But you live and learn, don't you? Uh, Wonderful. Well, let's... uh, (coughs) It doesn't record, but how long does the battery last for? Actually, we've no idea. (laughs) Hasn't really had extensive testing. Let's hope it's not a long conversation. We we do also have an electric torch. Um, this is uh, this is quite. A, he pulls out another thing. This this battery is also about the same size, but has a sort of large, uh, almost like a carriage lamp attached to the the front of it, and the little switch. Um, now you can hold this in the on position. However, we recommend you use just short bursts of light. Uh, so there you go. There's the... Thoroughly remove your your dark vision uh, with, <laughs> when you're attempting. It's um, yes. The the Americans call it a flashlight for that very reason. Um, it's Obviously, main advantage is that it's not a naked flame. You can't blow the uh, the light out, and it shouldn't set off any explosions. Oh, speaking of, um, um, have you got anything like a baby lantern? Well, I should think we can get something like that quite quickly. Yes, it's, uh, it takes a couple of notes. A baby lantern? A baby. Oh, you're right. I was thinking like some weird hand of glory thing. <laughs> what, that made the hand of a baby? Exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> You're starting to get rather dark, aren't you, now, Nicholas? <laughs> remember, um, I'm just like the whole baby. They'd be like little birthday candles. Whole <laughs> baby. Um, I'll no, just point out they have just washed down some codeine and citalopram with some red wine. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, well, so no, and also the sleep deprivation is kicking in rather nicely now. <laughs> whatever helps get rid of the memory of treading foot first in the dog sick there. That's, uh... <laughs> right. So um, if, if you don't have any other things that you need. I, I think we've not wished to be too obvious with with the uh, strange gadgets. But, well, no, I mean, we, we don't have any anything I think you'd regard as strange, but uh, I think some of these items might potentially be of use to you. A uh, shooting stick, maybe? A shooting stick? What, to sit on? Well, no, I was thinking more the uh, the other sort of shooting stick, as in the walking stick with a... Well, uh, I don't really know if we have anything like that lying around, to be honest with you. It seems a little bit... Uh... Oh, that's all right. I can, uh, you know... I, 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 you know I mean, if, as long as we don't need to be uh, going for a couple of days, I mean, I can always cable... Uh, I can always cable. We're not in a huge rush, are we? Apart from Fanshawe. How far away is Tunguska from here? Oh, quite a way. Uh, you'll be going on um, uh, the Trans-Siberian... Um... Uh, first class. Oh, I've always wanted to travel on the Trans-Siberian Express. Oh, well, there you are, then. You see, a bit of a bonus for you. Wonderful. Um, now, we we could supply uh, homing pigeons if you thought they might be useful. We've actually no idea how far they'll they'll make it over Siberia, but you never know. And apart from that, a few um, essential supplies of food, that sort of thing. It would seem a little unusual to, to, be, to be carrying a case of pigeons. Yes, yes, obviously you'd need a convincing cover story. I think we're effectively on our own, aren't we? Yes. Um, I mean, there are... As sometimes you find with the um, with the Okrana, the, uh, the internal bureau, um, the secret police, sometimes being out in the open can be the best cover, you know? So uh, a, a sort of a public ex, um, expedition... Maybe <laughs> potentially not exhibition. Maybe potentially more uh, useful in trying to. <laughs> no, no, hardly ever happens anymore. They're much more discreet. Um, entirely up to you, of course. But um, we really don't want any any uh, tales, as they say, following you on the train. Mm. Anyway, we um, we can get any remaining equipment to you uh, very soon. Obviously, you should book your tickets, uh, make your plans. And hmm. uh, depart as soon as possible. I, I think the most obvious thing is, is to simply make it part of my work. To be mm. uh... well, I was thinking the same. I was thinking a school trip. Hey, right. hey. Does that mean we're going to just take a load of children with us, um, William? Yes, yes. I was thinking, you know, take take some of the upper fourth boys. Oh, I'm not sure. It is uh... autumn, you know. The temperature is going to be plummeting in the end of September. Oh, well, um, which case, one of the reasons they... we have to hurry. Uh, may okay. In which case, then definitely, the, uh, definitely the fifth form then, because they're allowed long trousers. <laughs> right. Yes, it's it's an interesting and uh, and perhaps um, imaginative notion, but I can't help feeling that um, it could be a bit dangerous. You know, I I well, I mean, you know, I mean, we can. Obviously, you know, we, 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 you know, there's only so much we can indemnify uh, the, the, the general public for, for, for coming into contact with the boys. But uh, um... there's also the fact that, frankly, we we just don't know uh, don't know the clearance of these boys. I think it would take too long to check them out. Um, Archibald, would you be able to draw up some papers to sort of hire me as an official translator attached to your company? That might. Oh, yeah, I think I could do that. 
oh, we can handle that quite easily. We'll just say that you were, we can have papers that have you assigned um, as you're working, uh, working for the embassy. Well, that's, uh, that's my cover story then, and my rates are very reasonable. So, some, some key phrases. No, no, that steel is no good. You will need steel from our company instead. <laughs> you call that a... <laughs> my postillion has been struck by lightning. <laughs> Not in you the call face. this Not cold. <laughs> my aeronef is full of eels. <laughs> <laughs> my nipples explode with delight. <laughs> Do you want to come back to my place, bouncy bouncy? <laughs> half past four, half past four, sir. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, would you like to be a translator, William, or are you going to be a, a, a tutor or a investigating? No, I, I, I mean, I, I feel that uh, you know, I, I, I do speak uh, um, Russian probably well enough to get by as a. Do you think perhaps two translators might seem a little peculiar? Mm, I'm just worried about that. Well, they they might make assumptions well, the about the job the... of the job of the lady translator, which I, I would not wish to encourage um, them in this era. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, it is coming up to. Um, there must be a school break coming up reasonably soon because. Um, at that point, they only went. They only went to school for a couple of weeks. William, I, I, I'm really not sure of the wisdom of, of taking. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. Well, I'm not taking many. No, I'm not taking any children. Um, I was thinking maybe more. <laughs> uh, maybe more seeing a, 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 one of my uh, little hobbies is um, archaeology. Ah, so it's more of a holiday for you. But yeah, you're coming so along with us, as you know. Well, well we're we all know each other. We're expats, and we're yes, if you like, yeah, friends. We, we, we might indeed have met at this Vera party and decided to make a joint expedition of it. And uh, I, I'm thinking maybe are. of a little, um, maybe a little anthropomorph, anthropomorph, anthropomorphic, anthro, uh, anthropomorphic, <laughs> anthropomorphic, <laughs> anthropomorphic turtle coming along with us or something. <laughs> yes, indeed, and uh, a little anthropology. Anthropological study Anthropolog. of um... anthropology. <laughs> um, well, you know about... yeah, okay. enough about it to bluff your way? Probably enough to bluff your way. I, um, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I do. You know, one of my uh, uh, minors at um, uh, when I was uh, studying at uh, Oxford was uh, um, psychology. So uh, I feel like you went to Oxford. Oh yes. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm glad you've changed the boys with you because just, I just, I, mean, I just this impression of you know a dozen barefoot East End kids off on a jolly across Siberia. Well, I actually, I was thinking more kind of Jennings meets the uh, the the, the, the uh, Russian the Russian Secret Service. Um, Don't think of them as barefoot kids. Think of them as mobile armor. Walking trap detectors. Well, Stephen, you wait, wait, we've touched the blatant sort of chap. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm sure the Burns will uh, oh, stop, stop, stop whimpering, Smithers. You know, okay, so you're, you're the Burns will your, fade in time. You're happy with your um, issued equipment, your cover stories. We, I, can we make sure we have plenty of warm winter clothing? 
right. Yes, if you I'm, need anything additional, I'm the chances are not warm winter clothing. But if you need anything additional, you can go out and buy it now. I'm you kind get, of have to arrange your own tickets as well, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, kind of feeling that we, assuming that we haven't been in Russia um, for a very short <laughs> length of time, winter clothing we will know all about. Yeah, you you will you know you will have probably enough, but if you want to get anything additional, you, you know, know we'll, we'll have seen rain. You know, where are we, St. Petersburg? You do see, um, yes, but you're still. Yes. You'll be pleased to see. Quite far west in Russia, is it? Is that northwest? Am I thinking? Is that right? What along is that what became west? Leningrad? Yes, west on the Baltic. Yeah, that it's west is what I know. Terribly pretty. It is, it is very pretty. Not is it St. Petersburg cool, again now? It is, it? it is at this stage. Yes, it wouldn't. Oh, so you mean at this stage? Um, no, now, I mean, as opposed in, to... in the real world, it's St. Yes, Petersburg I think, again. Um, I think Lenin is 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 a bit frowned on generally. Um, mm. uh, fashion comes and goes, doesn't it? Yes. Putinville. Fashion or fascist? Same thing, really. No, I, I don't. That, right. I mean, anyways, anyways, fascist is quite the opposite. Um, uh, let's have a look. Getting there is half the fun. Right, it is going to take um, a, at least a couple of days, probably three or four days, to get preparations sorted because you are going to need things like camping equipment. You're going to tr have to try and get some maps of the area. And the problem is doing this fairly inconspicuously. Oh no! So, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, going no. To be Are quite... we being inconspicuous? No, I I, on we... the other hand, I'm going to be very conspicuous because I'm well, actually going to even be trying to arrange for a guide at the other end. Yeah. So some of the things that you're going to be uh, asking about, like maps, um, you do not want to be publicly asking about detailed maps of an area that nobody's allowed to go to. So if you're, you're... If you're sort okay. of, um, you're going to have to sort of some of the stuff you can get away with quite easily. A few of the other things you might need to be discreet. Excuse me. What sort of? Um, I probably should know this. So, in this this area of Siberia, what are the native um, native tribes, if you would? Uh, well, there are quite a few in the, in that sort of area. You won't know any of their particular. Um, languages or anything like that. It would be quite know, but... a study. No, They're no, also no. mostly nomadic through there, so they aren't necessarily in a given area at a given time. Oh, what a shame. I might have to travel around there then to find them. Oh, clever. I like it. So... I've always wanted to go on the transit. See, I, when I came to Russia, I went at least in part on the Orient Express. I'm I'm keen to see whether it's uh, of a similar. I, I doubt it's got anything to compete with the Wagon Lee Company, but uh... Uh, funny you should say that because that's who you'll have to book your uh, tickets through. Fantastic! Um, so I shall go. Just... go and visit the office. The Wagon Lee. Right, splendid. Um, there's a chap reading a newspaper just outside your uh, apartment building as you leave, eyeing you as you, uh, obviously, uh, you know, you're a fine figure of a lady, and yeah. it's on your own, unchaperoned, in 1910, um, in Russia. I will, uh, grab behind him, knife him just in the small of the, no, okay. Uh, you will, so, possibly, has anybody taken detective? Yes. 
Sorry? Have we always shadowed, or do I notice it more since? You meeting? are intimate. You'll probably be more aware <laughs> of the fact that it's happening, but you will have noticed it. It's not just you're being followed by somebody in a, you know, in a dark Mac and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you got a light Mac? No, but I got a dark brown overcoat. Um, it's it'll be you know the concierge, uh, a bartender, somebody at the post office. Periodically, you'll have contact with people who will be reporting to the secret police uh, because that's what they're paid to do. They inform on each other. They certainly inform on foreigners, uh, but you will occasionally have people assigned to actually follow you to see if anything suspicious is going on, or to follow up on the idea that something suspicious has been reported. So it's not the world's friendliest society. And, um, uh, I'm not going to attempt to shake... Uh, I, I couldn't if I tried anyway, probably, but I'm not going to attempt to shake any tail. Right, could I ask everybody <laughs> to make a... <laughs> I see you, baby. Um, Sorry. Shaking that tail. Could I ask you to uh, roll on your detective skill, those of you who've got it? Mm-hmm. Um, this is... Uh, don't everyone shout at once. That's me. No, I've got it. Oh. You've got it. Uh, so has everybody else not got detective? Aye. Right. Aye. In case. I mean, sorry, yes. In that case, you'll be rolling just on your mind. Can um, I just point out that my detective skill is one less than my mind? Right, you'll be rolling on half of your mind in that case, let's be fair about this. Um, that does seem rather fair. So this is at a basic uh, difficulty of three. It's not that hard to notice this. So um, if you have the chart either on the character sheet or ahead of you, page 12, um, two. alternatively you can just roll 2d6 and tell me what you've got. Is, the mind, is our mind the active characteristic? Uh, yes, you are attacking this problem with your mind. Half your mind. Half my mind. Half your mind. Uh, I need six or less in that case. Plus three, the minus three. Three! Made it. And the result of six. Um, is that, is, did I just freeze or did everybody else? They're still here for me. Okay, right. In that case, if anybody's given me any numbers, I missed everything. Uh, I rolled, I need a six or less. Yep. And I rolled a three. Excellent. And what about uh, uh, Mark? Uh, I need an eight or less, because I actually have a skill. Um, and I rolled a seven. Splendid. <clears throat> I and needed Roger. a seven or less, and I rolled a six. Well, hey. you all notice that wherever you're living, uh, probably small apartments, um, a professional but not invisible search has been made at some point over the last couple of days. You can see that some of your mail has been opened and resealed, presumably in red. Uh, so you are definitely being um, watched. Okay. No surprise. I'd give them something to watch, but you kind of get decent whiskey here. Ah, you want the vodka, though, don't you? Yes, the vodka. <laughs> Right, uh, you were going to get some uh, train tickets, I believe. Uh, Emily, yes. Is Emily getting them for all of us? Or is I can she... do, yes. I have got a, uh, I believe the expression, uh, the colloquial expression would be a shit ton of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to walk in, slap 50 sovereigns. <laughs> I've got a shit ton of this, pal. 
<laughs> we want to hire a train to take us to Siberia. <laughs> Just buy it. A custom-built <laughs> train. Trade it in at the other end. Um, It'll run better by then. If you're looking for first class, you're very fortunate. Uh, there is one first class compartment um, available. Well, I do believe we'll travel first class. Mm-hmm. We are at Her Majesty's pleasure. Which can sleep two people. Uh, if, one however, lady. or one lady, uh, if however you need more compartments in first class, it, it might take a, a couple of days and a bit of negotiation to sort that out. Uh, they may be able to get something available. Alternatively, the second class, or indeed well, I'll, I'll third. Test the negotiating water. If it's going badly, I'll get them second class carriages. But I'll, well, I'll we try. Just wait for another train. Well, well you, do need, you do need to be getting there. Yeah, yeah, as quickly as possible. Um, time is of the essence, my dear uh, William. So, <clears throat> time is of the essence. We need to get there in the next four weeks. I'm sure you wouldn't allow a lady to travel second class while you're travelling. Oh, no. Exactly. So um, I will... Um... <laughs> is this why you've decided to play a woman? So you can basically <laughs> guilt basically, everybody in... Full lady rank. Um, <laughs> lady rank. Okay. Uh, so, how are you going to try and speed things along in terms of the negotiations? Then um, I'm going to grease the wheels. <laughs> well, it's, that's hardly a lady's work, is it? I mean, uh, <coughs> well, I'll, I'll try and be charming, but if that's not working, I will bribe them. And if that's not working, then they're getting second-class carriages. Okay. Um, do you have business? I'm not suggesting you're some sort of prostitute. I'm just asking. Um, <clears throat> um, no. You don't. Okay. But I, I'm very soulful. Mm-hmm. Um, I may not get there with you, but uh, I believe that someday we will make it to Siberia. Quite offensive. Not the most offensive thing I've heard you do, but quite <laughs> offensive. Um... Yeah, what about psychology? Have you got that? Should I try the most defensive? Nope. You've not got psychology either? Okay. Nope. I think in that case, uh, you're going to need to roll. Um, I, I on your... like oh, very well. Would you like me to go go there as well? And I'll, Who has got psychology? A bit late you speak, now, you speak the language very well. Um, you're, yes. Are you attempting bribery or are you going straight in using your soul? I'll, I'll test the water with soul, and if that's going badly, bribery is my backup. All right. Um, so I think it's going to be against a difficulty of six, this one. So what's okay. your soul? Five. So I believe that's six or less. Mm. Yes, it is. <clears throat> oh, seven. I'm terribly sorry. We only have the one first-class compartment available. Um, everything else has, has been reserved um, there will be another train next week. Oh, it's it's, it's really very important. Um, um, oh, sorry, obviously but, there's nothing we can do. Are you um, sure there's absolutely surreptitiously pushing a, 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 a judicious amount of the the local currency in their direction? Um, it folded over in a handkerchief. Um, are you absolutely sure there's nothing we can do? He looks at the snot-covered parcel of cash, <laughs> and um, right now you've you've having having I failed on the charm offensive. Sorry, 
Couldn't you couldn't you play a Welsh leprechaun or something, please? <laughs> Slightly less effective. Actually, yes. <clears throat> Can I just say as the Welshman, could he play could he also play a Welsh leprechaun? <laughs> I'm just wondering what your your next character's gonna be. A blackface minstrel, maybe, or <laughs> I'm I think Spring time. Don't be, don't be a smarty. You're looking at the difficulty of eight. How much oh. cash are you planning? So what, what does the ticket cost? Uh, oh, God, I don't actually know. Well, whatever a, it is, a fair amount, anyway. um, double that. Ooh. All right, okay. That's okay. quite a lot. Actually. Let's call that seven, then. I think that'll knock it down to seven. So you're rolling on your soul. So I think uh, you need five or less. Again. Or less. No, it's five, five or less, isn't it? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked yet. Yeah, it is five or less. Okay. Okay. Oh, bum. No. Eight. Um, he uh, slides the handkerchief and not the money back over to you. I believe you dropped your handkerchief there. And puts the money down and says, we may have something available tomorrow. If you could come back then, I'll see what I can do. Perhaps I'll bring some more skilled negotiator tomorrow. Um, um, Would you like the, uh, the first-class character of the, of the Chang Dynasty? <laughs> Would you like to reserve the uh, the available compartment? Oh, yes, yes. I believe I've given you enough for that already. I don't know what you mean. You can fuck off. <laughs> well, um, I mean, we would require payment in full for the carriage, of course. Uh, yes, I believe I've done that already. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you, you count mean. the money, I slipped inside the handkerchief as well uh, as as payment, then I think you'll find that's more than enough. Okay, I can, I was, I, I can I'm see, seeing, I can I see see my role get more and more difficult as we... Yeah, I can certainly see what the guys at the embassy saw in you. <laughs> shall, shall I just shoot myself now? It'll be less painful. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. And I, I said to my father, the last thing I said was, yes, I'll be buried in the old plot in Tunguska. Please take me there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is going to cost you some extra to get um, the carriage reserved after two failures there, I'm afraid. I must say, I'm upset. After all, you, anybody watching this transaction in this office, and there are a number of people in here, could potentially be a secret police informant, and you he doesn't really me. want to be seen to be taking a bribe. And he certainly wouldn't want... Even though he just did. But of course, as he said, um, you know, come back tomorrow, and he may have something available. Just take the money, book the second-class carriage. No, for the love of God, woman. you're not there, William. Hand it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could be at the other end of fifty foot of cable with his headphones on and his back. To no avail. Um, yes, if you want to spend some extra, you could book him in second class. How much is how much Second. is steerage? <laughs> um, no, no, it's fine. It's Third fine. class. No, no, uh, it's quite cheap actually. Um, it's uh, generally just comes complete with wooden bench and a selection of chickens, agricultural equipment. 
Do we have to bring our own rope to strap ourselves to the outside of the carriage? Um, it's no, that's fine. Second class will be fine. My uh, my companions are. But, yep, uh, uh, you I, can get a compartment that sleeps four. Then that's the standard. Set well, class. but I'd like just two in there. I'll pay uh, for. Well, that. obviously, if you're going to yeah, pay, yeah, you know, pay for the full. Yeah, I'll pay for the full carriage. Um, the, oh, actually, no, class isn't bad. The main thing is that there are no wash basins, and they're not very particularly comfortable. You can all come and pee in my sink. <laughs> there is a lavatory per carriage. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, the offer's still open. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a bit of an unusual offer. I mean, I understand that kind of thing is de rigueur in Russia these days, apparently. But, um... <clears throat> right, so you okay. set... Um, You've you, obviously seen um, different websites to the ones I've seen. I've just been following the news about the president. Oh, bless um, you. Okay, so you, you're all set. You've got your tickets. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to tell a story. Oh, for the love of God, right. I look at the tickets, shake my head at Emily. Right, the next day, I go, and see if I, I, can, I go and see if I can try and persuade I try and get get these bumped up to first class. Is it that important, William? Well, one of them is first class. It's just the other one that isn't. Yes, mine. Yes, mine and Archibald's. I would like to be bumped up for first class. Oh, I'm uh, terribly sorry. I'm afraid we sold the last first class compartment yesterday. Oh dear. I, I, well, I, you know that, that, that is a shame. Um, <laughs> um, well, did you sell it? Um, you know, I mean. Um, I believe you sold it to um, a, a, a Miss Green, uh, an English lady, I believe. Uh, Is yes, there no yes. such thing as a data protection at home? Imperial Russia. There, there is pretty much the exact opposite. Well, obviously, as you know, as a um, um, you know, as a, a as a servant of his imperial majesty i i, I feel that uh, i i'm a little concerned that i do not want her traveling uh, on her own i know we would potentially be, be elsewhere on the train you're not but, suggesting uh, that you share a compartment oh god no good god man no i'm looking for a compartment next to in, i'm looking for to, to see if we can uh, free up the, the compartment next to oh, well as i say i'm terribly sorry but um of course it's... i'm not sharing a bathroom with a cockwielder <laughs> Okay, so um, obviously uh, I'd, I'd, I'd uh, thoroughly um, recompense the, uh, uh, the you know the, the person who uh, would then have potentially have to travel the following week, and obviously um, I would obviously and obviously and obviously there would be a lot of um, um, more paperwork for yourself. So again, I, you know, well, you know, I, I, I could hardly ask a first-class passenger to give up their carriage. So. Well, no, obviously, but uh, maybe if uh, a, a small emergency um, happened to... Uh, uh... <laughs> You've got detective, haven't you? Yeah. Would you just like to uh, make a roll, please, and tell me what you get? Uh, what's, what's your level? Uh, four. <coughs> I'm not bad at it. someone what else? That... Oh, mind you, uh, and I've rolled four. Okay. Um, the person going through the train timetables on the other side of the office has been there for quite some time on exactly the same page, and you're fairly certain is um, trying to listen in discreetly. 
Um, my good sir, I, I, you know, I, I, um, this is a conversation maybe to to have another time. Um, Very good. Next, um, could, you know, could, could, could I? Uh, um, could, could I maybe ask uh, um, who are in the carriages on either side of um, um, of Miss Green's? I'm sorry, I really can't give out that sort of information. Uh, as as you might imagine, first class can, um, passengers tend to value their privacy. Of course, or perhaps course, you uh, wouldn't know that. As a second, came out my name pretty readily, though. You rusty <clears throat> wet. Um, okay, I'm going to try. Um, Ignore me. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to try and bribe him to get. Who's, <laughs> oh, this to get, has gone so well already. Yeah, to get. Yes, but I actually haven't. <laughs> it's going to I end least... up with the Scottish engineer coming down, slapping a gigantic wrench on the table. <laughs> and saying, if you know what's good for you, <laughs> you can have this on its weight in gold. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I'm after is the. Um, <clears throat> Is who, who, who's in the carriages on either side? Or in, in, in the compartments on the either side? Of, Just uh, go in second class. You've, you've already, you've already asked him and he's not going to give you that information. No, no, well, no, but I'm, I'm going to attempt to... to, to um, well, no, obviously, you know, I fully fully understand and I basically pass over a pen and paper so that he can be saying all this and actually doing it. And then I also... But as part of the pen and paper, I will also pass over some rubles. How many rubles? <laughs> Um, I would pass over half the price of a ticket. Uh, you're only saying point, that because I don't know I'm how much a starting ticket is. Spy <laughs> no, I'm, in I'm, Russia um, on the on the tele, telephone communication, if such a thing exists, saying, and, I, and I'm going to it. On Brian! <laughs> they haven't even left St. Petersburg! We're trying to follow them, sir, but for some reason, the travel agent's office has been closed for a week. There's no sign of the agent. <laughs> um, I have Psychology 4. Okay, okay. Um, I have Philosophy 6, if that helps, but I don't think it does, really. Well... A hundred rubles in silver, which you've got, is fifteen pounds and some change. So, based on that, what do you think you'd like as a as a bribe here? Well, I'm probably talking. I mean, you're probably talking about maybe half a crown, really, aren't you? Maybe a bit more. Maybe you know, it's, no, it's, it's, if, it was, if it was Britain. Well, no. If it was Britain, it would be half a crown, wouldn't it? But, um, but, but then again, um, he. But then again, in Britain, uh, you're less likely to actually die from. Um, uh, lead poisoning. Well, maybe. Yeah, from lead poisoning because basically they've taken you out and shot you. Uh, I'm probably thinking. I don't know. Maybe the equivalent of maybe five pounds. Cool, five pounds. Okay, so about thirty. Rubles. So, um, let's, yeah, in let's paper. Say, so, in paper, well, obviously, I'm, I'm not going to be handing across uh, coins. 30 pieces so, of silver. Is that yeah. what you <laughs> <laughs> I feel that that may not go down awfully well. Actually, that's about the right amount. You didn't expect us to actually get out of the starting city, did you? 
Uh, I didn't expect you to get out of character generation. Um, <laughs> okay. Psychology then. Um, Skill of four. Yep, I think you'll be rolling against uh, a six. There's no reason for this to be particularly difficult, but it's not easy due to the actions of somebody who's been there before. You. Oh, so yes. it's going to be a five, five or less, and this is going to cost you uh, some rubles. Yeah. Oh, hang on, that's a one, though. Four! Huzzah! You've made it. I have made it! Um... These the, might look a surprise on my face. <laughs> the agent opens the um, uh, the page directly on top of the money that you're that you've just put down. And says, I'll just double check the bookings, sir. Oh, it appears there may have been a slight error. We, um, I, I, I think we have somebody in the wrong compartment. Uh, let me just make an amendment. Um, yes, if you wish to pay for a first class compartment, one does appear to be free. Okay, um, I would. Uh, could I could, could I move myself and my colleague, uh, Mr. Moncrief, um, to uh, to the first class compartment, please? Splendid. So that's first class compartment for two. Yes, indeed. And I'll pay whatever extra. Right. That's fine. Well done. Uh, so yes, uh, <coughs> groundwork uh, methodically laid for you <laughs> by Miss Green. Doesn't um, that mean have... not only we. Uh, Two bribes. We've also paid for a first class compartment and a double second class compartment. No, no, no. I've no. I've just paid the extra now. No, I've paid two. No, I, I again, didn't really get that. No, you, <laughs> uh, you have okay. paid for a first class compartment and a bribe. This this foreign stuff is all worthless anyway. Generally oh, speaking, fair enough. generally speaking, if you're bribing somebody. They don't say, "Oh, hang on, you nearly went without your change." That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> No, no, okay, well, that, that's fine then. Okay, so um, there we are. Um, more importantly, uh, we're in the next compartment to Emily. Um, uh, are we so... the reason the British Empire collapsed? No. Not yet. <laughs> but, but, who knows? You, you <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Myself and Archibald are possibly the reason why Emily is going to get there with her virtue intact. <laughs> uh, I think possibly her martial arts skill is the reason Emily is going to stay uh, right, no, you've got no servants. Um, no, no children. You have the option, of course, of stopping off en route, um, spending a couple of days at a hotel, sightseeing, whatever. Doesn't necessarily fit with this particular cover story, so you might want to go fairly straightforward. Well, it's about, about a week's journey if you don't take any extended stops. So, uh, you have all your... Uh, belongings, your um, several, several food trunks and so on is, is packed up. You'll have a. We have about four or five trunks each. Yeah, uh, you want to be careful because you're going to have to lug it around at the other end. You know, you're not uh, you're not necessarily staying in town. So you board the train. You've got about a week ahead of you on here, and I think we will, if it's okay, just leave it at that for now because otherwise we're going to get into a, a sort of a big jump to the next stage. Um, so. Little bit of a, a shorter session. Fair enough. So this is a good place to get going. And uh, we'll see whether you get off the train alive. I've just got a couple of Agatha Christie books to read before the next session. <laughs> uh, um, if you want my opinion, I think they all did it. A certain Kulukthulu adventure, uh, a certain Talk adventure, if you're really going for the classics. 
Oh, well, is there a tall? Good God. The tall. well forgotten classics. Well, yes. Torg is I've coming back, Torg. you know. Yeah. You reminded me, Roger, that I had run the original Torg. I found it a bit player friendly, as I recall. <laughs> In that they could just save. Well, they get cards to to use in combat. It's it's what became the Masterbook system, isn't it? I've used Masterbook. But they, as I recall, with my, they basically saved up all their immensely powerful cards so that when the the end of level baddie, for want of a better term, turned up, they just immediately shot all their bolts all over him straight away. Um, Not in a big khaki way. Um, And uh, (laughs) thank you for that. (laughs) Sorry, I've distracted myself now. But yeah, I I didn't find it very satisfying as a GM, though they rather enjoyed it. Hmm. It can be awkward. It works surprisingly well onto GURPS. I think it was a great background setting. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It doesn't it does seem to crumble when you start poking it? But uh, hey. Yeah, yeah I, I always felt it needed probably to be a little bit looser than it actually was. Um, the yeah. problem problem I found when I looked at it was that you got like the, the pulp setting and that kind of thing, except the whole thing felt like it ought to be a bit more. Pulpy. Yeah, I yeah. think it's probably you couldn't, all you couldn't quite pulp. make it all pulpy. Otherwise, it's not. You know, there's Otherwise, no the um, pulp difference. one doesn't really stand out, but yeah. the pulp yeah. is definitely the best one. Um, well, I, I think that was by far the most popular. Yeah, yeah. So but everybody they, they are, to quite like the Living Land. Um, they are supposedly doing a new edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, wow. It's been sitting for a while, but I gather it is finally moving. Yeah, I've been following the, the developers, and it uh, looks like it's actually getting somewhere, so you never know. Having said that, I can't see myself getting into it at this stage. I've got a lot of the PDFs off a uh, bundle of holding, I think. Yeah, so the originals. Yeah. They're worth a read. Well, I'm looking forward to Roger's superhero campaign as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, see, I need to check that. A superhero. I mean, would you rather I go for the um, time-displaced... Indestructible strongman, or the luchador who is secretly an orangutan. Oh, I think oh, we can good. accommodate him. <clears throat> I think it must be an orangutan, right? I, I sense a heavy delusion disadvantage. <laughs> Come here, I, I'm, no. I'm thinking of a very limited mind control, actually. <laughs> um, it would be entirely unconscious. No, but you know, he, yeah. as long as he's got the mask on, it'll be like Clark Kent's glasses. <laughs> Which they did. I don't know if you ever saw. They used to do adverts in Dragon uh, when Mayfair Games had the DC yeah. Heroes license, <laughs> and they they would be sort of the advert would have stats for things in the game, and one month they they statted up Clark Kent's glasses, which <laughs> had a cling ability, so they wouldn't fall off his face, and <laughs> did, did effectively mind control everyone so that they didn't realise it was Superman. <laughs> Ah, that is one game I wish I hadn't got rid of, actually. Oh, well, I, would have kept, I should have kept that one. Yeah, which well, it was actually heroes. a precursor to Torg as well. Oh, Because uh, it was basically where Greg Gordon first worked out the uh, exponential stat system that he then used in Torg. Oh, well, he done it in... Um, it exists to a degree in James Bond. Yes. True. Because yeah. um, that well, had the, the two-chart oh, system as well, I think, and then he developed it... The only slight problem is when you're on a superheroic scale, you, you look at it and you go, well, yeah, Jupiter and Saturn are apparently the same distance from the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, and uh, I think the Joker is twice as strong as Batman. So it, it's not but perfect. He has insane strength. Yeah, but he's twice as strong. It's only one point difference. But you see, when you're dealing with a logarithmic <laughs> scale, yeah, yeah. it's quite a problem. 
And I think uh, Wonder Woman could run from New York to San Francisco in something like four minutes. It was. It had a few little nibbles, but yeah. it was. It was. Cool. It's hard to accommodate all superpowers in a single. Yeah. Never, it never is, played yeah. it in the standard setting. I played the Legion of Superheroes one with it, which worked, which worked oh. quite well because it was. You kind of were a bit more sciency hand wavy anyway. So I quite like the Marvel superhero system. I don't oh, know. Oh, the face rip. Yeah, the face rip. Yeah. <clears throat> that works well enough for a four color. We yeah. played an awful. Yeah. I, I played an awful lot of that. I must admit. Yeah, had the um, um, We did go. We went off it after the super speeder tried to to barge down a door, and he basically just broke his neck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hit it four hundred miles an hour and just died. And we're like, I, think oh, I can see Roger uh, perking up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Very short superhero game. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, plus yeah. the fact that he had to constantly eat to keep his metabolism going or he'd die. Good news, you could lift the oil tanker. Bad news, your shoulders come off. <laughs> or you're, you'd sink 400 feet into the air. Yeah, or the, the side just snaps off the battleship or whatever as you lift it. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, was it wasn't there, was it the Imagine, one of the Imagine um, um, things where it was uh, one of the things you realised was that the guy. <laughs> wasn't the thing or something because he was actually must have been using telekinesis because he lifts up a building and the building hasn't crumbled around him <laughs> <laughs> he actually has lifted up a building so he's actually using some he's actually using um telekinesis and stuff so oh, i, I was like that in the wild cards thing where um you know the um with the exception of the original strongman which i think was golden boy i can't remember um the majority of them are all are telekinetic so basically they're lifting stuff up and it looks like they're using a lot of you know bits and pieces but they're actually lifting stuff yeah they're using telekinesis actually yeah they lift it's telekinesis with a uh, you know where they have well, the to problem touch the problem it. with muscle is that your strength increases uh, to the fourth power of the width of your muscle so you have to be to lift a building you would have to be so thick of muscle thick um Luke Cage is bulletproof. He's got bulletproof skin. Um, well, that the, the vision can just phase through more than um, <laughs> than super strength. Well, you know, you could argue that. Well, you could argue that's the whole point of these things. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm looking forward to this superhero. <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah, hope I don't do my usual trick of, of putting it all in the character concept and getting this character and everything, and then get be completely outclassed by everyone else because other people have got useful abilities, and all all I've got is the like um, the bulletproof man who was my least effective superhero ever. He, I thought this would be great. He's an ordinary guy. He's just an ordinary guy, but he is completely indestructible. I thought, hey, what would you do under those circumstances? This could be really interesting to play. What happened is, of course, they dropped a bus on him to get him out of the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the entire game desperately trying to please get the strength of a normal man. He had to just wait for someone to get the bus off him. Huh? <laughs> Every game. Oh, we'll drop him in some cement. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Send him into the heart of the sun, you know. No, you just wait, wait, wait for it to die and supernova, and then out you come. You know. Ah, oh, well, he wasn't immortal. You see, he ah. was just indestructible. 
So I didn't play him very much. That didn't work real well. No, no, fair enough. Anyway, uh, so we'll work on on characters and things for that. Um, so if everybody's around next week, we will carry on into the wilds of yes. Siberia. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Thank you very much, Tom. Yeah, cheers. Uh, that's okay. And uh, see you then. Thanks all. Cheers. See you around. Bye. Cheers. Bye.